1: here we are with your gay lords of darkness
0: here i am edge of my seat yeah edge of my fucking seat oh stacy i'm waiting to find out on last week's episode we ended with like a cliffhanger (laughs) (laughs) anyone who remembers the jim and pam saga will they won't they this is my Jim and Pam. Does Mrs. Columbo and Stacy reunite?
1: Uh, it's, it's a work in progress. The DVDs are on their way. I'll have you all know that I had ordered the DVDs. Like, we stopped recording. <laughs> and as Anthony and I were still talking, as we do before and after actually recording an episode, before Anthony and I hung up for the night... The DVDs were already on their way to me.
0: <laughs> Before you were inundated with links. Before I to was DVDs. inundated with,
1: it's available here. <laughs> you can buy the DVDs there. <laughs> Don't forget to check over there. And it's very sweet that the listeners are looking out for my geriatric detective interests. But I want you all to rest assured that by the time you hear this episode that we're recording right now, The DVDs and I will be in a warm, loving embrace. (laughs) You will.
0: (laughs) Wait, won't the DVDs be a hut?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to build my new domicile out of my (laughs) 34 Columbo DVDs. All 34
0: of them. 34. Oh, including like three episodes of Mrs. Columbo.
1: Exactly, I got the complete Columbo collection, so just so everyone knows,
0: just so you all know,
1: I'm good on the Columbo.
0: I love that everyone uh, uh, heeded the call.
1: Yeah, it was very, um, you know. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, you know, it was it was a very super friends kind of moment where everyone came together to help me out
0: yes yeah they did um uh wonder twins shape of glass eye yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and which was very helpful so yeah yeah so that's that sat there and then someone stepped on it and flew across the room
1: mm-hmm. so uh there's that mm-hmm, what okay. else uh i looked out my window the other day Oh really? Which is yeah, that's my exercise now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just looking and out the window the and feet. I saw on my front stoop, one of the signs of spring.
0: Your front stoop.
1: <laughs> my front stoop. A sign of spring, which is an open jar of half eaten pickles. <laughs>
0: Wait, was it a blessing from Anna Nicole? Was Anna Nicole
1: there? (laughs) Or Snooky? Oh my god! I know Snooky likes a pickle. But I just thought to myself, someone sat on my stoop, opened a jar of pickles, ate like half of them, and then left the jar and walked away. Corona pickles! They were little Corona sticks. They just left them. I just thought to myself, in these trying times, beggars cannot be choosers. I did not eat the pickle. <laughs> <I was laughs> the story is with the sound of a crunch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I don't know. I think one of my upstairs neighbors. I didn't want to go out there. Who knows? It was a trap. Maybe it was a trap.
0: Yeah, they were like, "I'm man. gonna leave this." It's like when on the Dateline when they leave the twenty dollar bill on a string so they can embarrass you.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, there There's... was a there was a giant cardboard box above my house just <laughs> waiting to fall on me as I grabbed a pickle. To trap you.
0: <laughs> <So, laughs> so you grabbed I'm... the pickle from the box.
1: <laughs> and how can I get out from under a cardboard box?
0: It's impossible. So
1: yeah. So that was exciting.
0: Wow.
1: It's uh, you know it's quarantine times.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a dark and... It's a dark time.
1: Yeah. Today, everyone's all, everyone's all, everyone's all a buzz, if you will, over the murder hornets.
0: The murder hornets?
1: The murder hornets have Is... arrived on our shores.
0: Wait, this isn't a, like a, a ladies volleyball team? What's, <laughs> What's the murder hornet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like be. the killer
0: bees it's... from the 70s? Uh,
1: yeah, but, you know, amped up to murder hornet. Really like, these are these are giant Asian hornets. They get to be 2 inches long, which in certain contexts 2 inches is very large. <laughs> yeah. Um and they murder bees. What? They decapitate the bees and what? then they abscond with the bee thorax back to their own nests and feed the thorax to their own young.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And they have very powerful stings that hurt a lot. And if a bunch of them sting you at once, you could die. And they're here now, and everyone's in a panic because they just wipe out bee populations. And frankly, oh. we have enough troubles and worries as it is. Oh, my God. This is horrifying. Are they on the West Coast? They are. They're up in Washington. <gasps> Vancouver Island and Washington They've been
0: spotted Oh no We Mm. must end the scourge of murder hornets I need those bees (laughs) I have cute bumblebees in my backyard And they're really fat Yeah we all need bees I can't see them decapitated How do they decapitate them Do they use their
1: prehensile fang Yeah they have uh, pinchers You know That are like shaped like shark fins Kind of and they just cut the head off Oh my god (laughs) Yeah, I don't like a hornet. I don't like a wasp. I'll just like come out and say it. And I don't. Hornet. I don't care who no. hears it.
0: No, I'm gonna be waspist because when you look at those wasps and they have that skinny little that little, how is their thin? How is the thorax attached to the abdomen? Right, because the there's that skinny stick little part. Yeah. That stick part. That's not right. That's no. how you know that's an evil insect animal.
1: I mean, I look at a wasp and I say, what, f- like, function do you serve except, like, what function do you serve here? Can we get rid of the wasps and be fine? And then I say, well, Stacy, they could say the same thing about you.
0: What function do you serve here? You know? <laughs> but what function do they serve except pain? Except pain. And so. now to to generate a whole new generation of ones designed just to kill and decapitate my cute bumblebees Mm mm-hmm no 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 i can't that's
1: that's the big worry it'll take your mind off the virus now you can worry about murder hornet
0: uh here i was just upset over the hellraiser news oh it's gonna be a show
1: right
0: it's gonna be a show on the hbo um which sure okay i color me intrigued upon just that news okay maybe some episodic something or others okay fine uh Who's doing it, though? I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's always got his hands meddling in things.
0: Here's what I have to say, David Gordon Green, director of Pineapple Express. (laughs) You're not a horror filmmaker. Stop trying to make horror. And furthermore, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make a wide claim. I'm Uh going to say... I'm going to do it Stacy. I'm going to say and all the all the all the cucks out there, all the fuckboy rockabilly horror bro cucks can suck it. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Halloween is a gay property. <laughs> the initial Halloween. Because Deborah Hill made it and it's full of amazing women in their relationships and them talking to each other. So naturally gay people love it and naturally we appreciate the women in it. More so than any of the straight bros that just love seeing Michael kill the women. So it is a gay property. And so is Hellraiser. And why is David Gordon Green dipping his little heterosexual fingers in our gay properties and trying to ruin them?
1: (laughs) That's a question that only he can answer.
0: That's a question that I'm going to ask to him when I meet him.
1: You should tweet at him. I I'm going to tweet at him results. and say,
0: why do you hate gay people?
1: <laughs> yeah, why are you homophobic?
0: Why are you homophobic and why are you ruining our stories? Yeah. I mean, okay. they, so they did get Michael Doherty to do it, who's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, bye, Anthony. <laughs> there they go, right
0: up to the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I don't know. All signs point to Michael Doherty being gay, with everything he's ever made and his uh, well mm, friendship with Brian Singer. But at least maybe there's a homosexual involved there. But David Gordon Green, yeah.
1: Why are you doing
0: Hellraiser?
1: I can't get upset over it because I'll say something contentious now.
0: You don't care about Hellraiser.
1: I don't care about hellraiser it's fine i like the first two are fine i've seen so many of the bad sequels which are enjoyable for their terrible terribleosity oh yeah uh the one with the chubby pinhead the video game one the one with (laughs) kari Wurrer of mtv
0: i love her yeah me too she's like a few steps below dina meyer but just above kylie travis
1: indeed yeah,
0: and I, I love. I agree
1: with it. Yeah, I love her. Um. So, but as, as does Hellraiser have any hold on me? No. Do I have super fond feelings for the first two? They're fine. Yeah, it's just not for me. Yeah,
0: I, I love... think it's a
1: it's it's a little hot topic
0: to me. Oh, it's absolutely hot topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, it's like, well, you know, it's like when you're a teenager and you like, you go to the Hot Topic and you, and you, you get the Nightmare on Elm, no, what's it called? The one Hellraiser? No, Nightmare Before Christmas. Hellraiser is like that, but for horror. Yeah. But like, you know, I, uh, I love the first one. I really loved it when I first saw it. Uh, I like, I like, I genuinely like, really like early Clive Barker stuff. Mm -hmm. I like the vibe of it. All I have to say is, David Gordon Green, stop it! Yeah, like I just want to, just want to stand next to him, just slap him upside the head, and just say, "Stop it!" Yeah, yeah. You are not a horror filmmaker. You are incapable of nuance. Also, you are only capable of uh, boring, base reality depictions of things, mm-hmm. as is proven by Pineapple Express and Halloween. So, why would you try to do something like fantastic?
1: You know who was gonna make Hellraiser back in the day? Was Patrick Logier of Martyrs? His next project was going to be Hellraiser, and it was everywhere. And then it went away.
0: Yeah, it was. There was him, and then it went to the inside people, who also could have maybe done something. At least, whack-a-doodle. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I think French extremity directors. That makes a lot more sense. Oh, for sure. Maybe I won't even ask for your gay card. Besides, you're French. You're all gay, pretty much. <laughs> Or French-Canadian. But, like, but... uh, But David Gordon Green? Yeah,
1: I agree with that much.
0: That's a mismatch. All this to say, thank God he didn't get Suspiria. What Uh, was Luca thinking? Why did Luca hire him to do that? Who? He must be capable of something if Luca wanted him to direct Suspiria, which was his passion project for, God, over a decade.
1: I uh, I don't like to think of that alternate reality. It's like one of those shows where the Nazis won.
0: But that's the reality where we don't have Trump. We don't have coronavirus. Hillary is president.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> and we have a We have the David Suspiria Gordon Green remake. Suspiria. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy.
0: So, those are my deep thoughts for the day.
1: Very deep. Very, very Thank deep. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Uh,
1: I mean, today is the perfect episode to have deep thoughts where we're talking about a video game movie.
0: A very, a deep art. <laughs>
1: very deep art. Deep art. <laughs> a very meaningful film.
0: Yes. F- chock full of meaning and pathos. Nuance. Nuance is the reason for the season today.
1: Layer upon layer of meaning and, you know, all... Symbolism. Symbolism and metaphor.
0: Because we've been going down a path. We've been doing Picnic at Hanging Rock. We've been doing three women we've been doing mother we've been doing repulsion all these all these psychological <laughs> um, mind explorations and the, to the <laughs> dark tortured inner psyche of the modern woman
1: exquisitely acted and directed films.
0: exquisitely acted and directed art films honestly and so we said well why not silent hill
1: obviously silent hill obviously fits right into there
0: It's a Um, psychological exploration of women.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: And Sean Bean.
1: And Sean Bean. Um, I mean, the kind of dialogue you get in this film is... (laughs) Like, when... Oh, man, I will never forget the first time I heard Rose say, Sharon! (laughs) (laughs) And when she kept repeating that... Over and over and over throughout the film, I just thought to myself, this motif, this Liette motif is incredible.
0: <laughs> it's truly the well that they're asking us as a viewer to relinquish our sense of reality mm. to mm-hmm. to um, to play along, you know, and suspend disbelief so that that we don't constantly ask. Really? They couldn't just change the character's name to something other than uh, a certain vowel consonant combination that an Australian actress just can't pronounce? Yes. <laughs> so instead yeah. of Sharon, she's constantly screaming, "Shan," <laughs> Even yeah. though she's American. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, I mean, she went, so Rose yells, Sharon, and then Christopher yells, Rose, and then <laughs> Sharon yells, Silent Hill, Silent Hill, and I just am like, my God.
0: It's, That's the plot right it's there. It's
1: beautiful. It's a really, the dialogue is is, I don't say it often about film writing, but I think it's beautiful.
0: Well, you know, this is Roger Avery who wrote this. And Roger Avery um, also wrote a few sections of a screenplay called Pulp Fiction. This is true. um, And then did not become Quentin Tarantino.
1: (laughs) Well, because he also committed vehicular manslaughter and went to jail. Uh, There was that. There there was was that. that.
0: that. He also was busy working out his best dialogue with one Jessica Biel in The Rules of Attraction. Um... My favorite dialogue in this film is an, is a it is an exchange near the near the onset of this art film <laughs> between uh, Sharon, aka Roda Mitchell and no, Sean Bean. Sh-
1: Rose <laughs> is Rada Mitchell.
0: Who? Rose. Rose. I, they were all screaming each other's names. I got confused. <laughs> and beside like rose, rose of Sharon, really? I know. Anyway, so um, an <laughs> early exchange between Roda Mitchell and Sean Bean, with which Sean Bean says to her, have you actually read the website's rose? And she says, yes, Chris, I read them. <laughs> and I said, did Stacy Fonda write this? <laughs> right
1: that is I love it that is my eye horror dream <laughs> yes, I read them I clicked all of the links <laughs>
0: and then they both my favorite trope in writing which actually I love to do just because I love it so much even though I think it's so unnatural to how human beings speak is when people constantly say each other's names back yes. and forth to each other mm-hmm <laughs> yes Chris I read them. <laughs> I read the website.
1: Silent Hill! Silent Hill!
0: <laughs> All this said, Silent Hill is probably the best video game movie out there. Oh, I it think. is.
1: A hundred percent. It absolutely is. Um, I do love this movie. I know it's not good.
0: I'm in the same
1: Yeah. I don't I'm care that it's not good. I I love Silent Hill the video game series so much that this movie is like a big fan service kiss on the lips
0: yeah yeah well it's a it's a big old wank fest for you silent hill stands, right
1: it's a, i mean it's the biggest wank fest because uh director christoph <laughs> gans yeah is also a silent hill stand, and he, oh. he fought for years to get this movie to get the rights to this movie And that's why it is so very true to the games.
0: You know, he really is a good director for this. Yeah. Like, because I think what the movie really does achieve best is the the vision of it. Mm -hmm. Because the movie is an aesthetic.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's all it is.
0: And, And who would have... I mean... That after that wacky French movie starring the wacky werewolf machine, what <laughs> <almost, laughs> Le, le Pacte Yeah, with the ninja people and the really cool lady. Yeah, a Brotherhood of the Wolf. I mean, I mean, that movie had some great style and stuff, but I think he really went out of the way, out of his way, with these, um, this creating a new world with Silent Hill.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, as I was watching it for this show. And I said, boy, there's no substance here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then I thought, if that's good enough and something I love about, say, Italian horror movies of yesteryear, then why not for a 2006 movie made out of computers?
0: Yes, yes. You know? I agree. And as far as movies from the 2006, also 2006, what the fuck? I know. 14 years old. Uh, What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it it has trappings of that era, like the credits. There's something like the font, the like jittery type written font. You know what I mean? It's just Mm -hmm. every fucking horror movie, like every Lionsgate piece of shit had those credits
0: there's a lot of there are ghosts of the Lionsgate logo throughout this film yeah yeah um (laughs) like like house on a haunted hill which kind of predicted that era but um but for 2006 this is actually a pretty good entry from that awful decade oh
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i think it's fun i don't know it's way too long it's it's over two hours long
0: the We'll get into it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's my key
0: problem with the film. Otherwise, I really love this movie.
1: Now, you are not a stan of the video game series, right? No, and
0: only because I'm too afraid. I try, everyone that's listened to the show that, whoever, the weirdos that know which episode Stacey talks about coleslaw, like (laughs) anyone that's ever uh, tried, I can't play these games because I get so scared. Yeah, I can but, watch any movie. I mean, I don't, but I can watch any movie. Yeah, but I can't play the scary games. In Silent Hill, I made it as far as I ran down the PlayStation. I ran down a neighborhood street, and then a pterodactyl flew at me. And then my radio started making sounds, and then everything was foggy. And then I freaked out. And I threw the controller through the TV.
1: Okay, so I'm just I'm I'm. Because I'm just curious, I've always been curious about, I feel like people who don't like the games and everything aren't fans of this movie. So for you to be such a big fan of this movie and not have the ties to the video game series is, I find, I want to hear about that.
0: Because you love the movie, because WankFest for the video game stands. Yes. So you're saying, but why do you, who do not understand WankFest...
1: Well, I can't detach myself, because this movie, if you know the games, this movie, like, is the first three games mashed up together. Like, I mean, he recreates, the soundtrack is all from the games. All, every single note of music in this film is taken directly from the games. Like, they they redid the songs, but I recognize every note of music in this yeah, they're, they're
0: like recompo like they're not like they didn't just drop the track in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, they recomposed it. Um, the composer of the Silent Hill music is one of the executive producers on the film. Oh, he, wow. uh, Christoph Gans, recreates uh, certain shots from the games, like cutscene shots, and all of this. Like, I, it's it's very close to the games. Um, he faithfully recreated so much of it mm. that that's the stuff that I really respond to and so i'm unable to completely push all that aside and just view it as a movie i guess if i didn't know mm-hmm. everything about it because i'm watching it it even like narratively this movie is a video game
0: oh yeah i have to go to the from the the school to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, she goes to
1: a location and literally, like, finds a clue that tells her where the next place to go is.
0: Um, left, left, right.
1: Yeah, right, she left, memorizes right, 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 the map. Left, in right, the... Left,
0: right, left, right, right. <laughs> yeah, she memorizes
1: the map in the hospital. Like, and that's what I think people who don't have any concept of video games or anything like that. Because when this came out, I was so fucking hyped for it. And i I didn't even review it i was just like oh my god it's amazing and i think <laughs> people <laughs> like took that and thought it was gonna be like a really good movie and so people who don't have any concept of the games went to see it and they were like that fucking sucked huh
0: yeah i i love it um i think i love women <laughs> and that helps yeah um because there's uh there are some fantastic women in this movie
1: oh absolutely. Uh-
0: um i like the characters a lot uh i love i love the world of silent hill and i love the world of silent hill even in the video games um that i look at from afar it's like it's like um well i was gonna say like that sullen gay child staring out the window at the other kids playing which is actually (laughs) all of us right now but like that was me with silent hill was like i was like you know, I was in my plastic bubble. I couldn't go outside to play with everybody else. But I would look longingly at them. Gotcha. And I would, like, I would read about Silent Hill. Or, like, I remember watching the PlayStation 2 commercials for Silent... Or, no, the PlayStation 1 commercials for Silent Hill 2. It's PlayStation being... 2. So, it was PlayStation 2? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm still young. And it was so <laughs> terrifying. So terrifying. Um, so, I and I love like... I can't
1: remember. Were there action figures? I feel like
0: there were action figures. I don't think so. Maybe that must have been a later development. No, there were figures for Resident Evil. Well, anyway, I love, I just love that, that era of PlayStation horror games. Yeah. Um, and I was so into looking at it from afar, basically. I would watch my friends play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, I do like the video game-ness of the movie. Uh, whereas I usually think that kind of thing is silly, mm-hmm. but I like the video gameness of this movie and I really love the design of everything. I love that they're, they created another world that is really fucking weird and creepy. Okay. That's Bet just all... out, outside of time. That <laughs> all makes sense. Centered around an old timey small town, like a silent hill as seen in this place I could see myself being the person that gets my friends in the car and is like, we're going to Silent Hill, and then all these awful things happen to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because this is exactly the old abandoned town I want to go to.
1: hmm Well, it's based like on it's... a real... Like, it's... The town in the movie is based on a real abandoned town.
0: Yeah, um... out in, like...
1: In Pennsylvania, Centralia, yeah. Pennsylvania, where whereas
0: the game is based in Astoria, Oregon, the game or Kindergarten the, Cop, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: the the game takes place in Maine. Um, actually, Silent Hill in the games is in Maine, uh, and that town is pulled from a lot of movies. It was made by Japanese developers who were doing their take on Western horror. And they infused a lot of Western films that they like into – and, like, Western horror authors and, like, street names are, like, Block Avenue and, you know, King Drive and all of these things. The Mm -hmm. school in Silent Hill is based on the school in Kindergarten Cop, which was filmed in Oregon. Yeah. It's very convoluted. But in the movie, the town is based on Centralia, Pennsylvania, where an underground coal fire has been burning since the 1960s.
0: Oh, that sounds good for the planet.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, people had to move, you know, poison gases leaking out and sinkholes and the cracks in the pavement and the earth and all of this. So...
0: But isn't there just, there's something so, like, Lana Del Rey about that. That it just really appeals to me. <laughs> of this, like, the broken down old Americana that once was. This, like, oh, sure. small, dead small town. Um, dead pastoral. I don't know. And there, there, I think, I think the movie evokes that well. Um, also, I think I love this movie much more in memory than when I rewatched it for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I still really, I still have those, uh, those warm fuzzies for it. Um, I appreciate it. I really, and I love, I love these women. So.
1: Yeah. It's, it's too bad that they, the studio mandated that they put (sighs) men in it because like the Sean Bean character, like wasn't a part of the original script and the studios were like, we need a male lead. And so they wrote the whole Sean Bean character.
0: Yeah, I was looking at because I thought they filmed all that later, but I guess initially he was just in the very first scene and then the very last scene, right? And then yeah, and then they and then they got the script and they said no, we need to add a, more of a subplot, and then they filmed and then they were like, no, we need even more. Yeah. And it's just this that was when i said i love the movie more in retrospect like before i think i could just deal with it or i didn't think about it as much maybe i wasn't as woke <laughs> but like watching it now um and i think this was always a problem for me but this time it was like almost unbearable because l- for some reason last night the length i really felt the length of the movie and it's i would so like find long.
2: my <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I
0: found myself checking my phone and I was just like, what? I should be more jazzed on this. I love Silent Hill. My main thing is we don't need that storyline at all.
1: No, there needs to be an edit where he's just taken out. Because every time the film cuts back to Sean Bean time, it grind- it grinds to a
0: halt. You lose all momentum. Yeah. Why do I need... I do not need to see... Rada Mitchell running around with her lesbian girlfriend, and then like freaking out as surly fucking Beatles are going (laughs) at them in like darkness, hell, underworld. And then meanwhile, cut to Sean Bean walking around a school in daylight, so we can be like, "Oh, look, it's daylight where he's at," and it's the same place. Ooh, and then cut back to that, like,
1: yeah, in my dreams. Like, first of all, I will say Christoph Gans is rebooting this film. It's supposedly in production But they're not keeping The Rose thing They're going to really go back to the first game And it's going to be about Harry Mason And his daughter Heather Um, Supposedly Carl Urban Is going to be playing Harry So it's going to be starring a man As the first game did But in my dreams uh, This movie gets remade Rose is a single mother and meets lesbian cop and lesbian cop survives as she does in the game depending on what you do uh and then they les out because it just is so much better
0: yes you uh, and thank you for saying that edit needs to exist i am going to now call on our fans (laughs) (laughs) this is why i'm happy that we have a platform god forbid I'm going to call on our fans and say, okay, the Star Wars people, the Star Wars nerds all got together and they remade, they did Star Wars, but like they did a special edition where they cut out all the special edition bullshit, where they remastered all of the original trilogy Mm -hmm. and just deleted all the CGI and everything because there's no like cleaned up remastered version of Star Wars that doesn't have all the fucking CGI extra shit that George Lucas threw in. Yeah. So fans did that. So I'm going to say, fans, make the Silent Hill original script cut where you cut out every goddamn Sean Bean sequence except for, I guess, the beginning and the very ending. I don't even think you need them there. You could probably get rid of them there because, honestly, that first scene of her sleepwalking, you don't need that. Also, who lives next to a giant, like, crevasse (laughs) or whatever the fuck that is? You can cut... You can
1: I feel like you could completely cut him out. He is entirely superfluous. Um we don't care about him playing computer frogger as he tries to cross the highway to get to the crevasse where his <laughs> adopted daughter is sleepwalking. Like just Yeah, and then when they entirely, get home, they, when they just get so home, come home. They just get home. That's it.
0: Yeah, and then the and their world is now a little ashian. Ashian.
1: Well, yeah,
0: Cuz even that first scene you know, it could just be the first scene of of her and her daughter asleep in that field by that tree or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they get, she gets the phone call. That's the thing is the movie, because that scene was clearly filmed before they added in all this stuff, or at least before they were mandated to have even more storyline with him. She gets, Rose gets a phone call from, oh, daddy's not coming with us. She gets a call and she, she ignores it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's almost like, oh, maybe in the original script, they were on the outs.
1: Right. And then she she meets Officer Sybil Bennett in Uh, her leather ensemble.
0: And Sharon goes,
1: who are you? Silent Hill, Silent Hill! And Sybil goes,
0: I'm your dad now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she... I mean...
0: She's daddy in this movie. She is
1: a leather daddy in this movie. The butch (laughs) energy emanating from the screen is almost overwhelming
0: oh. right she's just unparalleled the second that motorcycle helmet comes off it she has the she has the little um the little bleach spikes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i see you sybil bennett <laughs> that's good shit. also her name is sybil bennett it's just it's a good name it's a good name. A she looks name. like the video game character. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they really got her right. They also, really got... Lori Holden is perfect. I love Lori Holden. Mm-hmm. Does she die in every movie she's in and TV right. show? Yes. This, does. Silent Hill, The Mist, Pie Whacket. She dies horribly in all of them. Yeah.
1: The she Walking need Dead. To die. She doesn't need to die here. She won't die in my version.
0: No. No, and that's well, we'll get to it.
1: No, we don't there's no Cajun lesbian, Cajun-style lesbian at the end of my Silent Hill. <laughs>
0: the new serving at Applebee's after dark? Is the, <laughs>
1: Would you like the, the Cajun blackened lesbian? Cajun blackened
0: Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> with your two dollar Apple teeny Applebee's after darkness. Oh god <laughs> when the sirens go off.
1: Yeah. Pyramid Head comes <laughs> out with your drink. <laughs> oh my apps are ready. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, Silent Hill. Okay, that's Revelation, the sequel to this, which is a at- fucking atrocity.
1: You know our what? Our love for
0: video games can only go so far.
1: It's true. Oh, the God, that movie. That movie is terrible.
0: Carrie Ann Moss deserves better.
1: She absolutely does.
0: Would now- it not be a great movie if that was set at Applebee's, though? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I never considered it, but <laughs> I like this Applebee's alternate universe.
0: The, the Applebee's Silent Hill branch, obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't even, I'm kind of angry because I can't even make fun of this movie when Sharon keeps yelling, Silent Hill, Silent Hill! You know how we like to make fun of Annihilation! And like <laughs> move, movies where they say the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> I've realized I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Because the number one perfect movie of all time. Does it? Does it.
0: I was Portrait just thinking.
1: A, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. They do it. And so I'm like, oh, I guess that's acceptable now.
0: But it is the, it, well, you're right. and it, it, So Silent Hill is obviously canonically a lesbian film, as is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So it's fine. <laughs>
1: okay. If
0: Jennifer Jason Lee was a dyke and well, she was.
1: There's a lesbian in that movie. Gina Rodriguez is a lesbian in that movie. Oh, yeah. I guess lesbian movies are allowed to say the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> right? All the rest of them. But if Sharon went, <laughs> <laughs> then it would. <laughs> this is true.
0: Then it would have been a little different.
1: That would have been very strange.
0: Also, if Portrait of Lady of Fire, if she asks, "What's the name of the painting?" <laughs> <It's> just...
1: <laughs> Portrait of Lady on Fire. Portrait of the Port Lady on Fire. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> different film.
1: Different film. You're right.
0: Different okay. film.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: There you go. So, Silent Hill, Um, do you want to recount this one since you're so married to the material? Oh, no, go for it. I could just interject. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In, you can pepper in what actually happens in the games, too, because I have no idea, because I know there's some differences. Oh, we could talk about that later. Um So, Silent Hill opens with uh, Rose and Christopher, uh, a.k.a. Rada Mitchell and Sean Bean. That really, movie could just be called Silent Hill. And Sean Bean. Because he's just so tacked on. (laughs) He's so superfluous. So unnecessary. And also, how funny that the except for the like nunnery sequence all of his scenes are exclusively with male characters because they were so nervous that people would not know how to watch something that only had women in it
1: it's crazy to me like it doesn't that it seems so antiquated but i mean
0: it feels very dated it,
1: it makes it feel very dated they did that same shit in mama where the dude was totally superfluous and it's like just let women star in movies and let yeah. audiences see that. And then audiences will accept that women can live lives separately from men. I don't know.
0: Because I mean, what? We have Portrait of Light on Fire, Duke of Burgundy, Suspiria.
1: All the Is best movies. All the best movies. Really
0: the best movies. Is that it?
1: where there's like no men basically. Yeah,
0: where there's basically like all of women in ensemble, which this movie was going to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's there's not a lot. And I'm not saying like no men at all, but he's so tacked on in this film that it's... it do- it doesn't work for the narrative. It doesn't work for the film. But, but I mean like Silent Hill or
0: Susperia, there's the cops. Right. Uh it, in Silent Hill there's still the cultist dudes in the background. Right. Which I'm but, fine. They're but here, 2006,
1: the they needed, they <clears throat> yeah. felt they needed a, a man,
0: Especially character. for a huge CGI box office investment. Right. Um, so so he's completely tacked on and useless. So just forget he's even in the film. Silent Hill stars Rose and Sharon. And not Christopher. Christopher is tacked onto this movie horrifically, and you are constantly reminded of Christopher being tacked onto this movie every other goddamn scene. But for right now, we're going to pretend that the film doesn't open with Rose and Christopher, aka Roda Mitchell and Sean Bean, looking for their daughter Sharon. Because the movie, instead of that whole thing, could open in the second scene in which Rose and Sharon are talking about how Rose sleepwalks at night. And she, or how Sharon sleeps. Sharon. (laughs) they're, They're talking about how Sharon sleepwalks at night. And when she sleepwalks, she goes on little walks. And she talks about a place, a place called Silent Hill. So Rose says, I'm going to take you to Silent Hill. It's as easy as that. She gets a call on her phone She ignores the call Because she says daddy isn't coming with us That's all we need to know We don't need this extra character Do we Stacy We don't he's entirely—he's like a-, a
1: Skin tag
0: <laughs> I had a skin tag once And it was um, I-, I had it for a long time and then one day In the middle of uh, I was in high school and In the middle of the day it just started bleeding Everywhere like gushing Ooh. blood Yeah it was really weird so then I went and they cut it off
1: Oh. Bodies are weird, right? They
0: are. Um and in Silent Hill, they're the weirdest. So um Rose and Sharon. Book it! They take off for Silent Hill. Um, they stop by a gas station where they meet one Sybil Bennett, dyke detective. (laughs) Um, she... Sybil (laughs) Bennett is motorcycle cop daddy. Uh, Sybil notices that Sharon's kind of upset. She's upset over seeing drawings that Rose has pointed out to her. Drawings that Sharon used to make. Because in 2000 films, you couldn't tell if a child was troubled or in a horror film unless if they were constantly (laughs) scrawling with crayon in circles. Um... Sybil kind of just notices a sort of family distress moment. She follows them. Uh, next I would thing like e-
1: to say the, the gas yeah. station that they go to yeah. is a gas station slash diner. And then I know, which is fine. And then I noticed in the window of the gas station slash diner, <laughs> there was a neon sign that said body piercing.
0: Oh, <laughs> wait. Okay. So <laughs> so it is a one-stop shop. Also very 2006
1: yeah how many but i'm like who's gonna go like are you gonna go get gas and then be like you know while i'm here i'm gonna get my clip pierced? <laughs> or, that's a progression <laughs> or are you at well, the diner I'll- like i'm gonna get a grilled cheese and a nipple piercing while i'm maybe here. that's what sybil bennett was stopping
0: for because be. she was all done up in that bondage gear. she was she was sybil of finland and she was going to go in and she was going to get, she was going to get a, a Lady Albert. Sybil, Sybil Jr. was going <laughs> to come out with some mum. Princess Albert.
1: Uh-huh. Bedazzled the down belows.
0: Yeah, that's where vajazzling was invented, was in 2006. At the, in Brahms. At, at the rest stop in Brahms, the, West rest Virginia. Stop right outside Silent Hill. <laughs> Yeah, because they used to have, well, now, you know, there's the gas stations that it's like a Taco Bell and a Cinnabon and a gas station, and a trucker can get a shower there. But now if you're a lesbian cop, motorcycle cop, you can also get your nipples pierced
1: that's right
0: so she doesn't pierce her nipples because instead she decides to trail this family she pulls them over rose i guess because she sees a road sign that says silent hill and she just can't wait to get there or she didn't pee at the gas station when she could have just books it and she takes off um she sees a little demon child like you always see walking in the road she swerves to so not hit so so as to not hit the ghost child Um, crashes her car, wakes up in Silent Hill. We see that iconic motherfucking sign that says, Welcome to Silent Hill. And then I get the willies. Um, (laughs) It's just cool. It's a cool looking sign.
1: It is a cool, it's a very large sign
0: It's a very large sign For what we're told is a small town um, <laughs> yeah. The The ash is, there's ash falling it, it looks like snow And we know that it's ash Because when Sharon touches it She says, it's ash Um, uh, basically Next thing you know Rose, when
1: Rose, oh my god
0: Her Rose name is, is Rose the- of Sharon <laughs> <laughs> Because this is The Grapes of Wrath <laughs> It is Steinbeck adjacent.
1: <laughs> it's very Steinbeck adjacent for sure.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows that there were spitter uh, demons de- <laughs> and haunted nurses in the grapes of wrath. Um uh basically in this town, this town exists outside of outside of time. There has been a a fire burning underneath the town in the coal mine for 30 years. Um and it's more or less abandoned. Uh Sharon comes to Oh my God! Rose comes to. I have an illness. I have a rare bone disease where I constantly flip the names of characters in Silent Hill because they're one both named after the same flower, and it drives me insane. Uh, <laughs> it's a flower, right? A rose of Sharon. Sure, that's a flower. It's not also like a, a character
1: na- in Fallout New Vegas. You meet Rose of Sharon Cassidy.
0: Here's the thing. I love New Vegas. Yeah, I was a big fan. I didn't like how it just ended with the like title cards, but I I and yeah. I would have liked to keep playing after like how they let you do that with the DLC for the first for Fallout 3, but anyway. Yes. Um <laughs> but great game. Love that environment. Uh so Sharon's missing. Whatever. Sharon's fucking missing again. Rose has to find her and she notices that every now and then Something horrible happens in that an awful goddamn air raid siren, like tsunami siren, like siren, horrible siren from hell, goes off. And when this happens, the darkness takes hold. How do you describe the darkness? It's like everything gets red and orange. It's burnt sienna for days, baby. And um, <laughs> everything goes super industrial. Suddenly, there's chain link fences everywhere and burnt-out rusty shit. And what do you know? Miners hanging off of fences. And then there's, oh my god, fucking demon children with embers coming out of their skin. And they're all writhing and contorting until suddenly they're all burning away up into the air and everything returns to normal. Rose finds herself reunited with Sybil. Um, Sybil's going to arrest her at first, until Sybil's like, "Oh, maybe I do care about you. Maybe I will help you find your daughter." You say you have. Hmm? Um, the two go off. They 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 run through a, a a school where they find a pyramid head. They run through a um, uh, they they run into this Puritan woman named Anna who's foraging. Um, they leap through a series of holes in walls like one does <laughs> which apparently happens in the game
1: it's the second game yes
0: there so this leaping is how from intense
1: leaping they get. yeah it leaps from one building to another through holes in the walls
0: in the second game what is the what do you leap through to get there because in this they're leaping from the hotel room into the room where they where you find out the cult that Anna is a part of the forager woman um that they're that the cult is is the people all living in this town this church and they're staying safe from the darkness in this church and you find out this is the room where they were burning witches in like the 70s what what are you uh-huh. leaping into in the second game
1: you're just leaping from one apartment building to another you're just exploring trying to find your way around
0: do they have do they have the witch cult burning cause the so in this okay so everything with Anna and all this this all leads us to a church a church in town and like towards the front end some end of the town whatever um everyone's run 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 and running uh the darkness is coming they're run 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 running uh and and uh you you uh, you meet Christabella in there Christabella is played by Alice Krieg who I fucking love she's a genre legend um, you find out all these cultists, uh, they, they're, they ran a witch burning cult because they were descended from the, the, the founders of the town who were also witch hunters. Is that all in the game? Is there like a, cause I don't know that much about the first game at least. Or the second yeah, or third.
1: It's, it's, it's different. Like that is the founding of the town basically. Um, but you don't find that out until the second game in the first game. Dahlia is the bad guy. Um, Wait, what? And Yeah, and is running the cult. And, like, a lot of it is the same, like, basically, in the movie. But Christabella's da- the bad
0: guy. Christabella
1: doesn't exist
0: in the game. I haven't even explained Dahlia yet, as portrayed by Deborah Kara Unger in Oscar the Grouch um, drag. <laughs> 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 She's a uh, Home Alone 2 pigeon lady uh, trash queen.
1: Yeah, in the movie, Dahlia has given birth to Alessa out of wedlock so therefore the child is a big sin she's Christabella a devil runs the cult and you know the witch burning cult and all of that and so they're gonna purify alessa with fire gets out of hand alessa dies yeah we see um, we see
0: all of this later in a like great final cut pro 70s filtered flashback
1: <laughs> Yeah, so it really looks like super eight yeah and you're like oh
0: and- that's like real old film man
1: <laughs> Yeah, how did they do that yeah and it's, like, it's iMovie filters.
0: I know. I secretly um. love it,
1: though. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm yeah. I'm, like,
0: I would love to watch that movie also. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. That yeah. scene where Christabel is, like, praise, And the camera's moving. <laughs> like, it just feels very, like, it feels like that era of film. Even though it yeah. l- looks cheesily, like, how bad it's trying to be that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I digress. So- yeah (laughs) yeah so in the movie alessa is dolly's daughter they burn her almost she, she doesn't die but she's severely burned goes to the hospital makes a deal with a demon who allows her to sort of manifest her burning rage and hatred of all of these people they all kind of died in a fire when they were burning alessa but then they're still alive, they're kind of trapped in this nether world, and all of the darkness is Alessa's rage manifested. Right. Yes. Yeah. And the cult is like protected in their church from this. The first game does veer from that. Dahlia Dahlia's the bad guy. And all of the same things kind of happened, but Alessa was used by the cult to give birth to their god. Oh. Basically, that's what it was. Yeah. They they're always everyone is always It's in these cult. baby
0: pyramid schemes. It's the cult is
1: always about a baby pyramid scheme.
0: We're going to have our god.
1: Yeah. So it kind of plays out the same way basically, but
0: But in this is just completely a completely
1: different t- context.
0: It's more like witch hunters, demons. Yeah. Vengeance for burnt witches. Right. versus child god. <laughs>
1: right yeah
0: and Dahlia is just a cool trash queen in this she's just like a sad trash woman that lives out in the darkness and is like fine with it cause they won't kill her cause she's the mother of Alessa um right uh but alas they're running into that church pyramid head shows up pyramid heads in the, but he's only he's in the third game
1: second game second game
0: okay and he's like big naked dude with an apron and a big triangle hat so he was going <laughs> to the same party that Sybil Bennett was going to <laughs> Um, yeah. before before the ash hit the fan and uh uh you know pyramid head this cool thing he takes he takes Anna and he just rips her skin off and throws it at the church door um anyway as as time progresses, they go off in a search <sighs> Rose is trying to find Sharon. She learns all this backstory through a magical flashback in a a hospital sequence. Um, Sybil gets burnt at the stake, except not at the stake. She gets burnt at the ladder suspension moment medley, (laughs) (laughs) which is a horrible sequence. And Stacey, I have to say, on our previous episode, we said what horror movie death hurt you the most in the mother episode. And I forgot to include this one.
1: I know. It is. I don't like seeing that Cajun blackened lesbian. (laughs) I don't like it. It's
0: so sad. It's sad and
1: unnecessary. And in my Silent Hill, it won't happen.
0: It really is a little gratuitous um, watching her get her face like completely curdled and bubbled and frizzed (laughs) up until she's just dead. But I will say it's effective in that it really upsets me. Um, Right. But it's just another dead Les.
1: It's just it's kind of funny that like it happens and it's really traumatic And then when Rose comes back to the Oh my god. And it's like you look over and there's Cajun black and lesbian like just burnt to a crisp on this ladder in the corner. And Rose kind of goes, oh my god, what did you do? And then it's completely forgotten. Yeah, and then she's
0: like, oh never mind my dead girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is the name of my um, my fault in our stars knockoff is, (laughs) oh never mind my dead girlfriend. Um, so, uh Rose is, Rose comes back all that happens she sees cajun black and lesbian she has made a pact with the demon that um offered vengeance to alessa gillespie uh um so rose has the, the demon inside her unbeknownst to the cultists. so when christabella stabs her for being a blasphemer all the goo spills out it's always goo this it's now i mean oh yeah the conjuring movies it's all possession and who has the goo but now this may have been patient zero for goo um the goo spills out it rots out the whole church the darkness takes it over because of their faith the darkness could not make it into the church and um it turns it goes full hellraiser but not david gordon green complete with that sequence of i think you see little demon alessa walking around tendrils of meat on the ground as barbed wire flies everywhere Mm -hmm. and i was like that's straight up a shot from the first hellraiser um, I don't know why I'm vibing on Hellraiser today. I'm just, I'm in, yeah. I'm in my, my Julia drag right now in my perp, my lilac <laughs> dress. If you pull too hard, my skin will come off too, like Julia or Anna. Um, uh, Alessa gets her vengeance. There's barbed wire for days. Uh, they pick up Christabella. It goes full. <sighs> I forgot about this sequence, Stacy.
1: Yeah. Did you forget about this when sequence? It, I forgot about it. Like, when they picked her up and then when it spread her legs apart, I was like, oh, no. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, no. Here's what I
0: remembered, <laughs> listeners. And Stacy. I guess. I remember barbed wire taking over the whole shindig. And then I remember it wrapping around Christabella and exploding her.
1: I remember Alessa in her magic bed, floating in the, the with all the tendrils of barbed wire. Because that's the final boss battle in Silent Hill, too. It's not really? Alessa, but it's it's someone in a bed like that with all the tendrils. Yes, it is. With, are they
0: all scarred and stuff like Alessa? They're ill. Oh,
1: yeah, they were sick.
0: So what? What is is this? But she looks this all fucked Disease like- shaming. <laughs> yes that oh she's not healthy and pure so now she's gonna (laughs) recover explode you with barbed wire
1: well no she i mean she was like the the character was the fucked up underground underworld version of herself but it was like a terminally ill person and that's why she was bedridden and in the bed and all
0: that oh why are we so i love how culturally we're so afraid of sickness (laughs) like yeah i mean like like um zelda in um is that zelda pet cemetery
1: Yeah. Well, Silent Hill 2, this character, the lead character, James, that's who you play as. You get a letter from your wife telling you to come meet her in Silent Hill. But you're like, what? A letter from my wife? My wife has been dead for years now. (gasps) And so you go back to Silent Hill and you try to find your wife, obviously. And as you explore, blah, blah, blah. As we come to realize his wife was terminally ill and he killed her. Was it out of mercy? I don't
0: know. Oh. Okay, I have one more follow-up question before I return to that sequence. Is Alessa and Dahlia and the god and the cult and the church is that just like a background that's always conditional that's always in Silent Hill? That's like the universal backstory for the town or is it different every single game?
1: It's like Is
0: it's- it what I understand of Silent Hill, sorry, is that it's like someone goes there and then whatever trauma they're going through is manifested in the town?
1: that's basically silent hill 2 um silent hill 1 yeah the whole cult thing happens and alessa like in the movies splits off the personality so there's evil alessa who's enacting all of her rage on silent hill and the goodness that was still in the child has been made into sharon in the movie in the game it's been made into heather um or cheryl i guess in in and then and that all happens and then the third game is a sequel to the first game where Uh, heather or the sharon character is now a teenager and is trying to figure out her own past because all the cult shit is still going on
0: in the awful revelations was that supposed to be sharon Mm -hmm. i don't even remember. well i don't
1: know that it looked like heather from the game but i don't know if i can't remember if that was supposed to actually be sharon but Technically, it should have been, yes.
0: no, yeah, cause doesn't Roda Mitchell show up in that?
1: I think I blocked that movie out of I my honestly mind have it was bl- such a fucking travesty.
0: I just remember like an albino and then like um... a <laughs> That's it. That's what I told yeah, the detective. Yeah, that,
1: was, that <laughs> said, was Carrie Ann Moss as Claudia, who's I just like the
0: remember an albino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skin <laughs> disease. He was at Apple Bay's. <laughs> my, 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 So that's not I <laughs> um, Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, So so the the movie takes a
1: lot from the first three games and kind of mashes them all together. So
0: like PT wouldn't have, if had that been actually made into Silent Hills with a Z, (laughs) it wouldn't have had like the Alessa storyline, probably.
1: Probably not. That was, although they might go back to it, but the Alessa storyline is basically the first and the third games. And then the other ones are
0: more standalone more in
1: line with 2 more standalones yeah
0: okay so 2 is like it's just however you just silent hill is dip, is manifested by whatever your demons are right like it's it's yeah. a conduit versus there is a pre-existing yeah. mythos in 1 and 3 okay
1: yeah cuz in the second one he meets other people who are also trapped there and whatever they see they make a statement that like what they see is different from what James sees
0: oh, in the town. Okay. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like you said, as you said, oh no, when you see the barbed wire it's full evil dead, right? We get the binding of the hands slash arms, we get the binding of the leg, feet. And then she said, Christabella, as portrayed by Alice Krieg as evil Ms. Frizzle, says, uh, like, Lord, let me stay pure. And then I say, God damn
1: it. Oh, no. And she,
0: barbed wi- wire rape commences. Um, right up the coup. Right up the hoo-ha. And then, and then I was, like, trying to reason with it. Where I'm like, well, she's an evil, like, witch hunter. I'm like, no, I'm not arguing. I'm not <laughs> arguing for rape. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, at least, like, all the barbed wiry bits explode out of her in different areas then. So it was just, like, it needed an entry point. But I'm like, no, it's
1: still. But just, like, Evil Dead and, like, my complaint about the Evil Dead remake is you there are other you could go down the throat
0: you could go and it would
1: be just as traumatic and would be a type of sexual assault but you wouldn't have the like okay so you need to like
0: Impale women and on exactly it just becomes a gross thing especially in a movie that otherwise have well i mean there's the woman burnt a lot there's a the woman burnt on the rack there's a the woman burnt on the ladder <laughs> but like yeah but like in a movie full of women it just feels really especially um grotesque mm-hmm. uh yeah. so yeah that was really unfortunate and i guess if it went down her throat that would feel more appropriate because all of everything that is going wrong is happening because of her fucking mouth and off
1: Right, it would shut her up and stop her from all her, like, they could have had her, you know, still yelling all her churchy bullshit and then just yeah. shut her up.
0: And, like, how much more impact when Rada Mitchell is telling all the churchgoers or whatever cultists, like, she's like, oh, this woman is controlling you through fear. She tells lies to control you. Right. And then you see that being punished by the barbed wire down the throat and then it all explodes out of her. And then she can still be a blood fountain for little demon Alessa to dance under as the blood drips on her, which I still <laughs> love that motif. Um, she explodes into a billion pieces. Everyone gets exploded. Rose and Sharon go home and Sean Bean can't see them because he's trapped in another daylight dimension and they're trapped in little ashen Silent Hill house dimension. Yeah. Silent Hill, the movie. <laughs> Not,
1: da, 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 da.
0: not set at Applebee's, but it would be much better.
1: But the lesbian sequel will be The
0: Lesbian sequel will be at Applebee's After Dark with Sybil <laughs> yeah. and Pyramid Head in their bondage get ups with their their cast <laughs> station. Piercings. Sharon's
1: they're gonna be splitting some apps. <laughs> Loaded potato skins.
0: Everything is served to you from barbed wire that just hands it over to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I look forward. To, I look forward to that reboot. Oh my god. <laughs> so it sounds like the but the reboot is gonna follow the first game more closely, and it's like it's actually gonna be Harry and his daughter Cheryl and all of that, and so that might, the reboot might end up just doing the cult storyline.
0: Hmm. And then Dahlia would be the villain.
1: Dahlia would be the villain. I really love
0: Deborah Kara Unger as Dahlia. Yeah. Like she doesn't get to do anything.
1: Right. She literally is just a pile
0: of trash. Yeah, she's just a walking pile of trash. And I love I just (laughs) I love her aesthetic. I love I love her voice. I love her. Why did why did she not take me? Oh yeah,
1: that's just like I'm like, why is this pile of garbage turning me on? I know like, why she got those silky sultry voice. tones. Pile of garbage <laughs> yeah. with ash face.
0: I love her.
1: Yeah, but I do love a character like. I mean, she's the crazy Ralph, right? Yeah. Like I love. I always love the doomsayer who shows up. Yeah, and when it's just like a a hot pile of garbage who's like oh, didn't you know that the people who lie are the lie-tellers and the truth tellers are the ones who tell the truth? <laughs> or, like, whatever nonsense. And you're like, okay, pile of
0: trash, bye. Hot, hot pile of garbage.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when that hot
0: pile of garbage does the international sign of the witch fingers at Anna mm-hmm. to, like, terrify yeah. her, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. She's so cool. That's the thing is, like, is the movie... 45 minutes too long, at
1: least.
0: At, at least. At least. Is the barbed wire rape and the witch burning unnecessary and gratuitous? Absolutely. Are the women in the movie really cool?
1: Right. <laughs> yes! There's cool shit! There's cool shit! There's cool shit! I mean, the whole thing is, like,
0: made out of computer. I don't care. There's cool shit. I have to say... This was my first... I got the, screen, sh- the Scream Factory Blu-ray um, when it came out, a, you know, like a year ago, summer, whenever that happened. Um, and I this is my first time watching it on that Blu-ray. And I have to say, this shit kind of holds up. I was so good. I was really surprised. And I guess I looked into it. I think part of it is, like, I mean... And it, th- it's interesting to me because the movie does that thing that I always hate, especially about, like, video game adaptations, or when it feels, when a movie that isn't based on a video game property feels video gamey, which is, like... Like, I think of Constantine, and I think of those stupid... Did you... Or no, not Constant Well, Constantine did it, too, but I Am Legend was, like, even worse. Did you see either mm. of those? No. Oh, Stacey, you're so lucky. <laughs> Tilda Swinton, <laughs> at least, is cool in Constantine, but, um... I am legend, oh my god, what a piece of shit but like, uh, both of those movies I think they're actually the same director even both those movies, every there's like, allegedly, you know it's these vampire creatures, or it's these like demons, but the, every car- creature looks exactly the same, like it's the exact same model just copy and pasted uh. a million times you know?
1: Yeah. and I
0: just hate, like it's just so lazy and then it just, it's literally like, this is a bad video game where they couldn't design other creatures <laughs> yeah um and i almost kind of get that like with the spitter sequence when the spitter guy comes down after sybil and he's shooting his venom poison everywhere and it's really creepy but then the camera pans back and you see more of them in the background or like you get that kind of with the demon babies too that are all burning up and screaming mm-hmm. um but at the same time some because we only get those two instances of those creatures it doesn't feel as it somehow doesn't feel as video game and just feels like a weird, creepy glimpse into just a bizarre, awful world. Mm, um, makes sense. And, and I guess because, because the computer stuff is all kept... I mean, obviously there's the computer of the Ash, which kind of felt more apparent than ever as green screen than in previous watches. But um, I think because all the crazy effects is relegated to just the darkness sequences... Mm. it feels more fitting that, like, there's this fantastic, bizarre version of the world that only happens at certain times. And then otherwise, the rest of it is, like, Steinbeck adjacent. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And I read, too, that they filmed all... So all the normal scenes, like, all the daytime, it's just Ash sequences, were all shot on Super 35. And Mm -hmm. then they've used um, HD video... For all the darkness sequences. Because they actually took into account... And I respect this on the part of the filmmakers. They took into account that film with CGI will look much different than video with CGI. Yes. And they can control the lighting and tones. And they can make things match much easier than with on film. And I just have to say I really applaud that choice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even watching the... I just have the original DVD. And it still looks fine. Like... Yeah. You know, I I know it's computer, but it you know, it's pretty good. I just
0: have to say for 2006, I'm really For 2006, it's really good. Especially that era of CGI was I mean particularly egregious. Yes. But to me, it looks more seamless. I don't know if seamless is the right word, but it looks more cohesive to the film than like a Marvel CGI. Mm-hmm. To use the cool hip modern day kid parlance, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it I agree it, with just, that. it just it just works better for me, I think. And I'm I I don't know. I think it's hmm. yeah. Are those surly little beetles in the mo- in the games? <laughs> <laughs> there are um
1: kind of. You don't see their surly faces, there's, but in in the there's that ap- in the apartment buildings. Yeah. they're ha- in, they're running in...
0: from it, and it does a little face at them. It's like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, not like that. No, but they are the little bugs. Are in the oh, game,
0: okay? Yeah.
1: They're in the second game. Okay, and they make a weird noise.
0: There's no like pterodactyls in this movie, which I remember a pterodactyl coming after me in the first game.
1: Yeah, there's like weird birds and dogs and shit in the first game, um, as you're running around suburbia. You
0: in the past have said you had an issue with the nurses.
1: In the in the movie, yeah, it's a little. Uh, this time when I was watching it while they were on, I muted it, um, and during their sequence, uh, just to see if it would work. And so I, like, when they show up and they're in their formation and all of that, and I, <laughs> and I started Beyonce singing. Formation. Yeah, I muted it and I started singing. One singular sensation, every <laughs> little step, and it worked! Like I think you can actually. It's a little fossy musical for me, the way
0: they... Their little jazz routine that they
1: do. Yeah, yeah. They're like synchronized turning towards her and they're like... Yeah, synchronized it's a,
0: it's a little... seizing?
1: Yeah. As, as they're all like quivering and yeah. going like... <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's, it's, they were, a, as a fan of the games, they were probably the big disappointment for me. What are they like in the games? It's, game? it's Cause,
0: brief, so it's Because I remember you saying in the game, like, before we recorded this, I remember you saying, voicing your disappointment with them, and then saying that in the games they were cooler. And so I was like, oh, maybe they're just too sexy, because in the movie, like, there's, like, tits for days, and they're like... You know it's a thing, yeah, but i'm it's like sexy nurses, but gross faces, so I'm like what, what what maybe that's it, but then I looked that up, and the nurses are like even more egregiously sexy in the game
1: yeah they they look <laughs> like the game ones, but it's the way they're all clustered and have their dance routine that I don't
0: like do they what are what how do they come after you in the game like where they what are they like
1: they you can hear them usually before you see them. they are attracted to light. Um, but you can hear them like, like they're like doing weird moans, like not sexy oh. moans, but like, oh, instead scary of like, moans. <laughs> yeah, not like that. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll just you, you'll hear that down a, a long, dark hallway. And so, you know, they're down there and it's usually just like one or maybe two. And they have mostly they have like pipes that they will hit you with and they're all fucked up and weird.
0: They're really, oh, like metal they're pipe, re- not like yeah. they're not like stoner. They
1: don't, not like, like <laughs> uh, corn cob <laughs> pipe. <no. laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, would you like to have <laughs> Yeah, no, they're really terrifying in the games. They really.
0: are. I guess too, if something like if something all like uh, gross but mutantly hot is coming after you, and it's but it's also making a <laughs>
1: yeah. Sound. I wonder if it's supposed to be. I mean, this is probably being generous, but I wonder if their image is supposed to be. Kind of satirical of the like hot nurse stereotype. You that's
0: know. that's how I took it. Is it's like it seems like a a, a m- grotesque version of the of the sexy like candy striper adjacent nurse. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. But the one nurse in the movie that's in red that has that cause she's from the first game.
0: I like her.
1: Yeah, it's real sad in the game when she dies.
0: Is it kind of because okay because in the so she. Rose gets to the Alessa's room in (laughs) Can you hear that? Yeah (laughs) Princess is like Will she help her? I don't know (laughs) Rose gets gets to Alessa's room in the hospital in like the core of the darkness and there's this nurse that's just you don't see her face and she just keeps walking back and forth to different sections of the room and like crying and she's wearing red and she's just like cry, cry, crying. And I, something about that, just the image I love and the crying nurse and she's all pretty. Just the old school nurse motif that's sad, crying nurse. I just love it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's really effective. So I, yeah, she has more of a story in the.
1: Yeah, she's a character in the first game, and she has her look is exactly the same, like with the red sweater and the blonde hair oh. and all that. Um, and you meet her, and she's normal basically, and you kind of see her a couple times throughout the game, and then at one point, she realizes that she was unaware that she was trapped in Silent Hill, and so she's like, "Oh no!" Basically, I'm one of them. And then, like, blood starts coming down from under her hairline and, like, dripping over her face. And the same exact music plays in that cutscene as plays in that scene in the movie. It's the same music. Um, And the blood kind of, like, streams down over her face, and she's really upset, and she wants you to help her, but there's nothing you can do, so you just leave her to die. Oh, Yeah. It's real sad in the game. So,
0: in this, they just made that into a little wink-wink cameo.
1: Right, yeah. That's for me to go, oh my god, that's Lisa Garland!
0: yeah oh i love oh that's her name lisa garland yeah oh r.i.p lisa garland yeah i really liked her in the movie and then and then you just get a flash of her face later and it's like kind of cut up and she's got bloody tears and yeah she's just sad because she just wanted to help alessa but alessa was mean to her and punished her i guess by making her cry blood and have a cut-up face
1: right (laughs) yeah um that's the thing the the movie is clearly made by someone who knows the games who loves the games it's There's so many small touches like that. Like, camera angles. Like, when, you know, Rose is running down the street a certain way in a back alley before she sees all those, the gray children, the ash babies. Like, it's like, oh, that's lifted from the game. Oh, this is lifted from the game. It's crazy.
0: Hmm. Well, and... It seems like a really nice usage of the of what's already cinematic in the games. Like, even in the Resident Evil games, those awful ca- camera angles that were cool, but then with the awful controls made it impossible to figure out how to move <laughs> from mm-hmm. scene to scene. Um, if you're me. Uh, but that, I love that they just took those straight and put them in the movie.
1: Well, Silent Hill, to me, to my way of thinking... And maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to be one of the very earliest examples, especially in horror video games. But in video games where there was a tangible sense of there being a director of the game. The cutscenes. And so it wasn't just all utilitarian, there was style to it. And the camera like the camera like the scene in the movie where Rose is walking down the alley and there's the aerial shot. And then the camera kind of follows her around the corner and swoops down. Like, that's lifted directly from the first game. And video games weren't really doing that kind of thing at all. Or especially while you were playing, that kind of thing never happened until Silent Hill. Yeah.
0: Ball. Yeah.
1: So, so, it's good shit, man. Also, Alessa and Dahlia in the games. Originally, their names were going to be Azia and Daria.
0: Shut up. Mm-hmm.
1: That was going to be like it's, another little horror fan Easter egg kind of thing.
0: Oh, my God. That's the only way to make this movie better. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's actually many ways to make it better. <laughs> yeah, it's like but
1: that's, I mean, that's if a key it, way to... If it was played by 40-year-old Ozzy Argento.
0: <laughs> yes! And Daria Nicolodi. <laughs> well, we would still have Deborah Kara Unger, but then we'd also get Daria Nicolodi. There would be two Dahlias And they're okay. both trash. They're trash twins.
1: Okay. And I like a tattooed Ozzy Argento like in the bed like, hey, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. 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 Silent Hill, Silent Hill. (laughs) Uh. must have
0: sex with silent Hill. <laughs> 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 oh Ozia, come back to us i <laughs> love you so much yeah um i love uh japanese games trying to do western american horror yeah and i love that this movie then is french director <laughs> trying to do japanese game trying to do western american <laughs> horror as Western American horror, right? And so then you get overlap because this also was 2006, so this was coming right into that off the era of like The Ring, and um, I guess by this point, what there was like films like Shutter, all the the era of the remakes, the Grudge remakes. So you yeah. had lots of Japanese ghost girls, which definitely feels like it informs uh, the demon Alessa. yes, yeah, and the child scribbling with crayons and like. So you get flashes of like almost that J or K horror stylistically there. But then there's also like a weird hammer adjacent thing with the flashback. But then there's also this French grotesque fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of styles and moods that somehow I think congealed together into an interesting package. So Mm -hmm. I guess that's why I enjoy it.
1: It's a small world
0: after all. It's a small world after all. I'm so the second one was atro- a fucking atrocity. Oh, as yeah. as bad as this one can be at certain points, it really does have some stellar fun things going on. Oh,
1: this is a masterpiece compared to its sequel.
0: Absolutely. Once again, justice for Carrie Ann Moss, everybody. I mean, I fucking love her. She did not deserve that film. Um <laughs> I'm really cautiously curious and hesitant and interested and excited for this reboot. Although that said, do I believe any movie is ever going to be made that no. has been announced since any of? I mean, so I I should just say I don't even have to worry about David Gordon Green touching Hellraiser because it's never going to happen, right? But hmm, I would love it if it was still like very woman woman centric. But I guess if Carl Urban's starring in it,
1: yeah they be the so. women will be the bad guys, maybe.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Well. I mean, maybe that's cool, but if they kill him <laughs> If Dahlia is still Derek Cara Unger and I she mean, kills as, him.
1: As long as there's Sybil Bennett. As long as they don't fall in love.
0: And Sybil Bennett's the first game? Mm
1: hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. And is she a dyke in the game?
1: Uh, well, no, there's no, like, sexuality in the game, but she looks, like, she looks in the movie, so. So she's yes. a so, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess all this to say, what I learned today, Stacey, is that I love Sybil Bennett. Right? Um, and I already knew that, so.
1: <laughs> you know what I will say for the honorable lesbian that is Officer Sybil Bennett? When she is tied to that ladder, about to be burned alive, do you know what she says? She says... Don't let her see this. Talking about young Sharon, who is there. Yeah. She's not saying, let me go. Don't do this to me. She's saying, don't let the child see this happen. That is an honorable lesbian.
0: Yes. And there's that really cool fucking part when <laughs> uh, when she goes to shoot Christabella and then there's no uh gun bullet in the chamber, and then Cristabel jumps, and then and and Sybil just smirks at her. Mm-hmm. She's like cool, and she's like not gonna put up with with the Trump voter cultist shit.
2: <laughs>
0: but she's also like, you're not gonna fuck up this child too, right? Like it's okay for me to try to shoot you because you're a fucking asshole, but you're not gonna traumatize a child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love Sybil Bennett. I love Sybil Bennett. <laughs> love Sybil Bennett. Love Dahlia. Love Alice Krieg. I wish there was a little bit more Christabella. I forgot how little of her was in it. Yeah. Um. But, man. I don't like Rhonda Mitchell, even if she can't say Shane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's fine.
0: Just someone. I'm telling you. I'm begging you, listeners. Just assemble a cut of this film that has no Sean Bean. <laughs> and I really, I really think I would be uh, loving it. Even yeah. more than I enjoy the current product. that I...
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You would be loving it.
0: Use code DEBRAHILL for 20% (laughs) off your McDonald's Instacart order. Uh, uh, In times of need, gay lords have sold out. It's true.
1: Well, Um, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I enjoyed my revisit to it when Sean Bean was on. I just stopped paying attention.
0: It's just... And furthermore, what is the what? I know that. I know we're talking about demon time and demon geography. But what is the time gap here? It, sh, the, you're telling me that that cop that Sean Bean is hanging out with was the same cop 30 years ago that pulled Alessa off that rack. Right. But he they couldn't put a mustache on him for the present day scenes to pretend he got older. <laughs> like, what is that? And then. If 30 years ago was when Alessa happened, then they waited thir- they waited 25 27 years, 24 years, 26 years or something before they dropped off her good half to the orphanage. Or is Sharon actually is her real name Esther? <laughs> is
1: Maybe. what I'm trying
0: to ask. Maybe. And why was she, why is Sharon like 5 but Thirty years in the making,
1: right? There is that. I
0: have time questions. <laughs> well, uh,
1: I can't answer them for you.
0: I guess in that qu- case, I have a different question for you, Stacy. Okay, Stacy, do we have a listener question today?
1: <laughs> we do, and that one I can answer.
0: Ooh, I
1: paid attention this time. <laughs>
0: uh, did i
1: (laughs) (laughs) this week's question comes from mike m who asks what are some horror video games you think are worthy of film adaptations
2: Ooh! Ooh.
1: i love horror video games i could talk about them all day i know we've done an episode on video games i just want to state it for the record i hope the stenographer is paying attention i love horror video games that's it.
0: The stenographers <laughs> across America are like, <laughs> quick, get it down. Write it down. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go. Let it be entered into the record.
0: Because there's, um, so there's a lot of horror video games, obviously.
1: There are a shit ton.
0: Like you said, we did a whole episode on them. Um, however, horror game adaptations, like we said, Silent Hill is probably, I mean, is the best one oh yeah but there's okay there's resident evil there's like a thousand of them and i mean admittedly they're terrible i love them but they're terrible yeah um what well, there's the doom doom the, the new doom.
1: <laughs> doom
0: uh they redid two they made a new new tomb raider and it was terrible
1: that was really bad
0: they didn't lean into the horror of the actual game that one was based on enough
1: oh well, there's all the shit that uva Bowl did
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, he did all of those. He
1: did Alone in the Dark and...
0: House of the Dead. House
1: of the Dead and Blood Rain and... Blood
0: Rain. Oh, Blood Rain.
1: (gasps) Blood Rain. Yeah, those are all exceptionally, exceptionally bad.
0: Exceptionally existent. Those are things that exist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But there's still a ton of properties out there that surprisingly haven't been adapted. Mm Mm-hmm hmm
1: and sometimes maybe they won't be uh, good films you know
0: I guess that's the thing I get to is like they're they're different mediums the games that I that like would make it on here like like Tomb Raider for example seems so adaptable as a movie mm-hmm but as the movie proved <laughs> they couldn't figure it right. out yeah but my thing is like well literally just put the game just film the game (laughs) because that's the thing is game especially games today are already so cinematic Mm -hmm. that like you like so that ties into a lot of my answers Whereas like it's already that problem where but the game itself is already a movie right that to try to make a movie would kind of take away the fun of what made it so effective as a game
1: Well, and that's the thing too, is like, what, you know, is a game effective because of the gameplay and what it does while you're playing? If so, how do you translate that to the screen? Or are you just taking a good core story and build, that's the thing with Tomb Raider is like, you have this great character, just fucking make an adventure movie with this character and maybe take the plot loosely from one of the games. That's all you have to do. Yeah. You know, and they couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: They also, I mean, I like Alicia Vikander, but they also cast the wrong Lara Croft.
1: They, re- I mean, yeah. she's could be a piece of bread. Riding <laughs> yes. around on all those ropes and everything. She's so dull in that movie. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, I get it. I know Daisy Ridley can't play palpatine's granddaughter and Lara croft in the same year but
1: yeah exactly i mean it's not like harrison ford played han solo and indiana jones
0: exactly so it's just there's no precedent it's impossible
1: it's impossible you can't have a woman do
0: it <laughs> especially as she's in a star war yeah um so yeah that's a tricky one yeah. uh what are some of your answers
1: um, I really focused on space horror because I've had a big <sighs> space horror boner lately. I mean, I always have a big space horror boner. I love horror movies set in space, and there are not enough of them, even there's when they're Event, not great. Event
0: Horizon. Event Horizon, <laughs> Pandorum. Pandorum.
1: I like Europa Report a lot. It's found footage. Oh, I need to see that. That one's pretty good. Um, There's, there's... not a ton of them, and it's one of my favorite sub-sub genres.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so a- I, I
1: I think that Alien Isolation would translate oh. to the screen very very well. For those of you who have not played Alien Isolation, uh it follows Amanda Ripley, who is Ripley's daughter. The message that Ripley sent out at the end of the first film, you know, this is uh, Ripley from the Nostromo <laughs> had a really hard time, but it's over now. <laughs> you know, when she <laughs> she sends out that tape. <laughs> Amanda Uh is, is now an adult, and that signal is finally found. And so they say, hey, we found your mama. And she's like, what? And so she goes and tries to find her mother on this abandoned space station. And it follows from there. And there's, like, for the majority of the game, there's only one alien monster. It really gets back to what made the first movie so good. Yeah. And I just think it's it would be a worthy sequel. I think this I don't think Ripley needs to have a daughter, but it's a good storyline to follow. She was a great yeah. character and the game is scary as fuck.
0: Yeah. Um do you, do you know where my save file ends or picks up? <laughs> I haven't touched it. But if I was to load up my save file of Alien Isolation, which I made it about maybe an hour and a half in, um, you would Hit load, and it would immediately pick up from a sequence of a robot choking me to death with its (laughs) horrible, empty, dead eyes staring into my dying face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those robots will get you.
0: I hit save, and I closed it. I never played it again. I was too (laughs) upset.
1: It's a scary fucking game. The alien—you have to hide from the alien, and it gets the AI gets smart, and so you can't like hide in the same place more than once. Yeah, you you don't have to keep moving. Yeah, you have to keep moving. You don't have weapons for the majority of the game. And even when you do get weapons, they don't kill the alien. They just manage to, like, drive it away so you can escape. Mm I was playing it with a friend of mine. Uh, I was, he was eating some pizza. I was playing with the controller. And an alien popped out of an air duct. that There had never been an alien in an air duct. And it was showing up on my little radar. And so I said, ooh, I'm going to hide in the air duct and I opened up the grate, and the alien popped out and got me. Oh! And it was such a jump scare that I lashed out with my arms and hit my friend in the face. (laughs) Meanwhile, he jumped and threw his pizza up in the air. (laughs) Did it stick to the ceiling? (laughs) No, it didn't go that high, but it, like, yeah, it was a big jump scare. Like, I just, I think it it would make a really good film.
0: It, I'll still, I'll never forget um, playing that in the first... I was like, I was terrified just waiting for the alien to show up. And then when that motherfucker shows up and it just stabs its tail right through that person, like one of the first people you meet, mm-hmm. I just lost my goddamn mind. I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm...
1: Play that game. That game is real cheap. Yeah. Also, it's very inexpensive now. It's on PC and PlayStation. I know that. Um, that's good shit, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that would be a good one. That almost made my list, but I'm just... I'm. So I can't imagine an alien movie without Sigourney Weaver. And I do reject the idea that Ripley had a daughter. But it is a great setup and it is a great in for a She game. could
1: still be in the movie in holograms and shit. And there's the DLC where you get to play as her, so...
0: Yeah, where you actually play the, like, last days of the Nostromo. hmm What else?
1: Uh, my other space horror, I thought Dead Space would be pretty good.
0: Ooh! Couldn't, I couldn't even do the demo. So scary. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, you know, pla- like we have to mine planets for resources because Earth is so fucked and they're mining a planet and they find an alien artifact and it seems to be a source of renewable energy or endless energy because it's giving off these waves of, uh, I don't know, space energy. And, uh, <laughs> and it, like a cult forms around it and, you know, a religion is created from worshipping these stones and all this other stuff. There's a and space it- cult? There's a space cult. There's a space religion that worships the aliens and all that. And the energy, it turns out, like drives people crazy and reanimates their dead bodies into these horrible monsters. Oh, and you have to you're an engineer and there's like a ship signal and like a derelict ship, like an event horizon kind of thing. And you have to go and see what's up. Um, And that just seems like it's ripe for some good space horror. Event Horizon also had the cult. And so, like, I love a cult.
0: I love a cult in space. Love a cult in space. You know what else had space horror? Hellraiser 4.
1: (laughs) I never saw that one. That's the one you didn't see? I mean, it's going to be so bad.
0: But it has young Adam Scott. Adam Scott, yeah. And he falls in love with the Cenobite lady named Angelique. And that's like the French version of the past before they go into space future and there's chains in space. I see. Yeah.
1: I'll probably have to watch it someday, but... Yeah, we might have to do it. A... That day's not today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not in quarantine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Haven't we suffered enough? Not in enough? quarantine. Yeah. Um, those were my two big ones. And, of course, The Last of Us, but I think that's uh, in the works, so they say.
0: That was the first one on my list, but I'm like, well, it's allegedly happening for HBO, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. And also they kind of already did it where the guy who, like, co-created the idea made that film Maggie with Abigail Breslin and Arnold Schwarzenegger where she is sick.
0: Yeah, and he has to, like, take her across a horrible-
1: Yeah, it's basically the last- it's, like, great value, The Last of Us. Did you watch it? No.
0: I could- it sounded too sad. And mm. so I I never watched it. Yeah. Look at my feelings. Like, I can't play anything because it's too scary. I can't watch movies because they're too sad.
1: What a sissy.
0: I'm a, such a little sissy. You know um, what? I
1: get too scared too. Silent Hill. And I mean, the first game, 1999, PlayStation 1 graphics. So like, <laughs> blood
0: is square. That's the thing when you're scared of squares and triangles coming I after was
1: you. so scared during the scene in the school where it's all dark and those little demon babies come after you with the knives. That I had to turn it off because I was so scared.
0: Did you do the thing you do where you cry because you're scared?
1: A little bit, and then oh. I turned it off and I didn't play it for a long time.
0: Oh, Stacy!
1: I love it. I love. How can you scary do games.
0: it? You I love these. You do all those Resident Evils too. How do you not just freak out? I
1: can't no. do it. I do freak out. I just keep playing. I love it. I cry, but <laughs> <laughs> not like sobbing, just, but like you know, scary tears come out of my eyes.
0: I just imagine you frozen to your chair, just horrified, crying, but you just keep playing.
1: Yeah. Wow. Pt is the only one I regret.
0: Oh god! Because
1: I can't. I can't even watch a video nowadays without getting all worked up. It's I, too scary.
0: I, in in preparation, H, for this question, <laughs> I looked up um, scary video games to see, like, well, what are some of the ones to choose from since I'm so afraid to play them? And, like, a screenshot from P.T. of just her standing there came up, and I, like, I had to immediately close it because it's just, it's too, it's still too fresh, like, seven years later. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Is yeah, it seven years.
1: We're all 150 years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was living in that was like three apartments ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: See, that's the thing is like I love the Resident Evil games, and I guess we'll see because supposedly it's gonna be a Netflix show.
0: But yeah, I that, but that's another one that was going on my list.
1: That I'm like, I'm thinking of the games. I'm like, I'm not sure how to translate this and keep the Resident Evilness, but make it a good, make it good. Like, well, I think it's it's so based around gameplay and exploration and all of these things that.
0: And that's what they said about the new Resident Evil, because this is another one where it's not HBO, which, thank God, HBO at least got the Chernobyl filmmakers to do Last of Us instead of fucking David Gordon Green. Yeah. (laughs) But um, Netflix is doing the Resident Evil one, and I'm also excited for that because one of the things I thought was like, oh, well, an actual adaptation of Resident Evil would be cool like cause, I mean I love the Mila Jovovich movies but they're Mila Jovovich movies like right. yeah. they're bonkers and they're great but they're awful and they're not at all the game they have little references to the games but like um I guess the show the show is going to try to adapt it more but it's like it might be a sequel to like even the newest game cuz it's set like 20 years after the outbreak of the T virus in Raccoon City they said oh. So it seems like it's going to be like kind of a weird, like alternate kind of take on it while still trying to be it without being the Paul Anderson movies.
1: Yeah. I just, I don't think that. I mean, I read the George Romero script, it was terrible.
0: (laughs) I'm Chris Redfeather. <laughs> yeah, like I know I that you know
1: he George Romero, oh it's zombies, so we have to get George Romero. But it's like he and it was a faithful adaptation of the g well
0: most And of then it. the Indian fights a plant and it's about consumerism.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean there you do fight a giant plant in the game, you know, like that's the thing. You can't But is have... it
0: about consumerism?
1: Well, no. That's for you know, Resident Evil six in the mall. Yeah. Um You know, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, people get trapped in a mansion and you have to find your way out. And as you explore, there's all these horrible monsters from bio experiments. And it's like, how do you translate that to something that's watchable? Yeah. Well, you put Mila Jovovich in a weird dress and give her some boots. Well, I guess, but then that's so, I mean, it's fine to adapt, but the, like, and the Resident Evil movies are their own thing with little Easter eggs, but I think that's the only thing you can do,
0: Yeah. Whereas, like, at least, I mean, the first Resident Evil film, granted, I think is, is, holds up, um, but that one is, like, a prequel to the first game. Right. Where it's, like, that, it has the mansion, it has the hive underneath the mansion, and this is, like, how it began. And then the next step would be stars going into the mansion after that first movie right of course they went in complete clown town opposite direction after the first movie yes. i mean they tried with the second one briefly but
1: yeah clown town so <laughs> i don't know that's the thing is there's so many games i mean outlast you could probably do as a found footage yeah but yeah then i think about it and i'm like well we've seen that already though so
0: yeah i don't know and now it's reached the point that now now they're all like the they're all the same thing now there's a blair witch game that's just outlast (laughs) Mm -hmm. but now that's a movie from a game into a movie into a game into a movie right so i said
1: yeah what's your list
0: i said a a game that basically is a movie um and i want to see it translated into a film even though you literally could play the game exactly as it is as a film um I want to see it star Hayden Panettiere, just like it did in the game. It's Hmm. Until Dawn. I love Until Dawn. That one I could play because it's scary, but it's like more like playing a movie. Mm. Because it's like every now and then you push a button and then every now and then you walk around with a flashlight or a cell phone and then I get scared. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I really liked Until Dawn. I'm a big fan. I think we've talked about it several times on the show. Mm I love that Um, game. Love that game, big fan, and I'm really excited too for the video game nerds out there that the company that did that, um, they just did *Man and Medan. and then they're doing uh, they're doing a whole anthology series now of, of scary cinematic video games, including the new one that's going to be like about a town with a secret and a witchy past, and it's going to star what's his name from *Midsummer*, and then there's a side character that looks just like Elizabeth Warren. So I am sold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said until dawn, just because it just it's. I love, I love a slasher. It's, I think Until Dawn is one of the better, um, post year 2000 slasher properties out there.
2: hmm
0: Um, and I, I have such a soft spot for Hayden Panettiere. I love her. So, so <laughs> please give me Until Dawn the movie. Um, and then my other one, it's horror, it's a horror adjacent game. It gave me the willies, but it's more of like a weird sci-fi what the fuck game. More of like a Twin Peaksy. what, what the hell are you doing? And it actually is a game that you introduced me to uh, when you were visiting. It's called Control. Hmm. I love Control. It is fucking weird. It's a woman that shows up. She's talking to someone in her head. You don't know who. She shows up at the Bureau of Control. Um, and she's going there to get vengeance. She, her brother is trapped inside the building. And they did something to her and her brother when they were kids. And she's going to get vengeance. But when she gets into the Bureau of Control, she finds out that everyone is dead or missing or hovering suspended in the air, and the director of the Bureau has been murdered. She picks up his weapon, which is um, whoever has this gun becomes the director, and then she is now the director, and she has to figure out what the hell this horrible thing is that's happening in the building. The building's entirely contained, Um it's uh and then and and it's capable of there's interdimensional realities beyond our reality inside the building uh and she has to basically cleanse these weird objects that are triggers or conduits for this like for this interdimensional reality and there is some sort of awful entity from this another reality that is trying to break through and take over through Mm. the bureau of control um So you get to do really cool stuff that I've never gotten to do in games before. Like, you get to watch weird videos that are left throughout the environment, like a children's show that they decided to make with homemade puppets to entertain the children that were raised in the Bureau. Um, Or you have to fight uh, and cleanse objects of their interdimensional connections. Like, you have to fight... One of my favorite boss battles was versus a refrigerator. Um, (laughs) Or a ship's anchor. Uh, it's a great game. It's fucking weird. It, I think it could be a great like twin peaksy David Lynchian kind of mini series. Mm. Or it could be a cool movie. And mm-hmm. I just it would be one of those things of figuring out how do you so much of the game is just the gameplay, the action mechanics of the gun. So like how would you turn it into an actual story? But there actually is so much literature to the story that what I loved about the game was just exploring all these, the, learning the stories and the files and the videotapes. So I think it could make a cool movie. Hmm. Um, other than that, I was like, left for dead IDK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and then it's
1: like, well, zombies, we've got those. Yeah. yeah we have enough of those. So
0: I'm excited. I'm, I'm genuinely, I, do I think they'll ever happen? in terms of last of us and resident evil, probably not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I would really, ho- I'm holding out high hopes for last of us. Cause I really, really like the source material. And I really like that creative team that did Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really curiously excited for resident evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm just holding out hopes that one day they make a good tomb Raider or just bring back Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I'm Lara Croft. Yes. <laughs> oh no, she'll have to train the new Lara in the next one if that's Oh
1: yeah. With her ceiling bungee.
0: Yeah. Put so on never your pajamas. Mind. Never I
1: don't mind. want the is...
0: <laughs> I don't want that. What I do want I just want the continued adventures of Sybil Bennett, Dyke Cop.
1: There you go. That's it.
0: Yeah. At Applebee's. <laughs>
1: What an adventure.
0: 2 for 20.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone. Uh, goodbye. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured yet informative.
0: I know, right? Uh.
2: Ha 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 ha!